the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Well, the attack order came down late Friday night. The U.S., France, Britain launched a total of 105 missiles at three chemical weapons facilities deep inside of Syria. Explosions could be seen, could be heard inside the Syrian capital of Damascus with coalition firepower making really a mockery of Syrian air defense. We're going to shoot them all down. Yeah, you didn't didn't even see it coming. Here's how the attack went down. Uh, While Syria scrambled to hide their military hardware within the safety of the Russian bases, all eyes went to the growing U.S. naval buildup in the Mediterranean. One Russian admiral even threatened to fire a torpedo at the uh, USS Donald Cook, uh, which was parked alongside the uh, USS Winston Churchill. Now, both destroyers appeared to be holding the fort until the cavalry, or, or in this case, the Armada arrived, but it was all a ruse. The attack order was given, and U.S. naval ships in the Red Sea and the Gulf went into action. At the same time, B-1 bombers launched from Qatar began dropping air-launched cruise missiles that are state-of-the-art. They've never been used before in combat, and it was a masterstroke in precision and modern warfare and exactly what you would expect from somebody like uh, Defense Secretary Mattis. So, what happened? Well, after a near, uh, nearly a week of uh, the coalition threatening a possible strike and an equal amount of time hearing Russia threaten grave consequences, we're left with a few realities. First of all, I mean, it was cool. It was, it was cool to see that, you know, we, we, uh, we fooled them and uh, cool to see the new technology. But it was impressive on that level. But it's not going to stop Assad from killing his own people. It won't scare Russia and Iran from supporting him. And both the U.S. and Russia came out kind of looking silly in this whole story because we're fighting like school children at the U.N., Um, And the hard reality is both of us really don't have uh, the motivation or the balls to go all in when it comes to Syria. And that's a good thing. For several days after the April 7th chemical attacks, the West went all Wyatt Earp, you know. (laughs) I don't don't, know. Wild Earp, you know, with a with an English accent. I'm coming and hail's coming with me. Then Russia barked back as if they were Curly Bill, and, uh, and really nothing happened. At the end of the day, our attack was minimal. It was borderline symbolic, and for Russia, they got their bluff called and got punked in front of the entire world. But both countries are not willing to go to the mattresses in Syria. And again, that's a good thing. Now, Russia has threatened a response, but I think you can take it to the bank that that response is going to come in the form of a cyber attack. So that could be problematic. When and where it happens is anybody's guess, but that is Russia's main strike weapon. It will be fought with ones and zeros. Meanwhile, the real war in the Middle East continues to build, and the real war is... Iran's biggest goal in being in Syria to encircle Israel. The longer Assad stays in power, the larger the Iranian presence will be on Israel's border. And that is what the world and the media should be watching. The Israelis are going to be forced to strike. Russia and the U.S. don't have a dog in the Syria fight. 
But for Israel and Iran, Syria is everything. And this is the fight we must watch. The coming Iranian-Israeli conflict could and will affect the entire world. We pray for Israel today and pray that our leaders and our media and our fellow citizens are keeping their eye on the ball. It's Monday, April 16th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. So the reaction was uh, interesting, to say the least, on this Syria thing. I thought it was a yawn fest. It was kind of like, uh, you remember when we had uh, shock and awe? And it was like, oh, shock and awe. Man, it's going to be Operation Shock and Awe. It's going to be the full force and might of the United States military. And then it happened, you're like, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. It's possible things like Independence Day have, uh, it have skewed our, yes. <laughs> our impression yes. of the U.S. military. Yeah. Have you bit. ever seen Darkest Hour? It's much better. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> Not is really real. a movie. These are yeah. real things happening <laughs> right, to people. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they hit three sites, right? So, I mean, this was not a... I saw the before and after pictures. You were impressed. I wasn't. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, there's some potentially impressive things about the technology yes. that are, yes. you know, okay. how, how right. precise the missiles are. However, yes. the, whether that is, you know, that doesn't necessarily say anything about yeah. the, the scale of it. I mean, again, what they, they themselves are saying, look, mm-hmm. we, we hit three targets. Mm-hmm. We told everybody in advance we were going to hit uh, chemical weapons outlets. All the information is that, you know, they were able to move a lot of the stuff outside and bring it to Russian bases. We talked about that last week mm-hmm. so that maybe would make sure that it wouldn't uh, be destroyed. So, I mean, is it it's it's another message, right? It, they, they, the Trump administration did, a, you know, sent a message uh, last year, which, uh, you know, apparently they did not listen to. And now we're going to try another one that was a little bit bigger. Can I ask? Can I ask you a question? What is the message I'm assuming you saw this because this was big news, at least in my house. What was the message that Alex Jones was uh, sending? Well, I think the most important message, as always, when it comes to uh, Infowars, uh, mm-hmm. he, he's always going to focus on the most important message. Yeah. It was a very um, emotional day at Infowars. Yes. And yes. I would say this is the, uh, this is my top story of today. <laughs> Is it? It is. Yeah, this is a this is a good one. This is a good one. Not my top story, but it is a good one. Uh, here is um, uh, first of all, Alex Jones was very upset that we went to uh, a missile strike in Syria. Uh, and first, can we have the one that has about six words in it that you're allowed to hear? Oh yeah, this is Alex Jones yelling uh, as he responds to Syria strikes. Okay. Answer nobody here in this world see now i'm pissed right now no, hold on, we need to stop for a second hold on one second hey, wait, hold on one second here because to set this up he's not actually on the air here it's important to know that he is broadcasting he, he's doing like a twitter live feed mm-hmm. so this is not his actual show mm-hmm he has just turned on the feed and mm-hmm. is off the air mm-hmm. talking about Syria mm-hmm. as it comes down. Now, if you, if, you don't, if you don't follow these things, and why would you? But if you don't follow these things, the, the conspiracy angle here it has been since the beginning that Donald Trump is right for not being quote-unquote tough on Russia, which I don't mm-hmm. even think you can say anymore. Mm-hmm. But it, Donald Trump is right for not being tough on Russia because Russia are the good guys. Russia are the people who are in there. They're the ones who are fighting ISIS. 
they're the ones who are doing all, all the right stuff. We're doing the wrong stuff. Yeah. So, so th- this is the, this is the one reason why I am playing this, because, I mean, I know I know you and Pat have like a club where you get together, I think, every Tuesday and just play clips. So um, fun. <laughs> but I, I just I don't I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that. Yes, uh, you do. Bull crap. You certain you most not as much as do. Not We're like an hour guys. one break one. and You're letting me play this. Yeah, yeah you yeah. must enjoy. No, it. No, no. This I enjoy. OK, this one I enjoy. Um, uh because he's he's out of his mind nuts but also i think it's important to to show and there are uh there are other sites that i have read in the past that i'm reading now and i'm like i think these are russian operatives i mean it is so clear that we are the bad guys and that russia is the good guy Mm -hmm. and putin in particular is the good guy that it, it it's remarkable so here he is on a tirade of being so angry that we would betray our Russian allies. Mm-hmm. Listen. They fought Al Qaeda, they fought ISIS, they fought it all. And now you got Mattis and all these people all over us. And the liberal fascists censoring us everywhere the last two days. We did an emergency 36 hour broadcast trying to stop this that could lead to World War Three, and you liberal pieces of you support this you you degenerate and Mueller and Comey and you every major analyst mm-hmm. see I shouldn't even be on there right now every analyst agrees that this could trigger World War Three, unlike anything in our history and the Russians were the good guys battling ISIS and Al-Qaeda. I'm not a Russophile. I've never been to Russia. But I've studied the geopolitics. They are the white knights. And our military oh, five my. years ago joining the Russians to block Obama and the Arab Spring and do the right thing, did the right thing. And now, Mattis. And Mattis looks like a Emperor Palpatine. And that knows full well that Al-Qaeda and ISIS staged all those chemical attacks, and now they're blaming it on the... Wow. Okay, so stop, stop, stop. I can't take it. it. That's how... That's how... That's how deeply some Americans are are marrying in to the Russian storyline. That Yeah, that... that that these, Russia these chemical attacks were staged staged that we knew it and that we are the bad guys and that Russia Russia the good guys now play the second clip where he breaks down now this is him <laughs> on the air where he breaks down and he's sitting next to I don't know somebody else uh, some guester and he, the guy is just looking like deer <laughs> in the headlights like I don't know what to do here <laughs> but listen to this it's the opposite of what my ex-wife says. She says, you know, oh, the system took the kids away from me. No, you got the kids back because of who I was part of the time. And then they sit there and they're like, you know, if you just turn against Trump, things will be better. But he was doing good. And that what makes it so bad. Oh, and that's what makes it so bad. If he'd have been a piece of crap from the beginning, it would be so bad. But we made so many sacrifices, and now he's crapping all over us. It makes me sick. So, and by the way, 
stunning update in case you didn't know. The man you just heard in those last two clips lost his custody battle. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a real shocker. <laughs> because uh, of who you are sometimes, his wife says. That's what he says. Yeah. Because of who you are sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's who you are all the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's not a, this is not a mentally healthy person. No. And he is turning on Trump because Trump is betraying him with Russia. That's that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal coming from an American. I was going to say broadcaster, but whatever he is. That's truly phenomenal. And as as dangerous as anything that the Weather Underground was doing, I mean, this is now an operative, just like the Weather Underground and some in the 60s were operatives for Russia back then. And spreading all the praise and glory to, you know, Lenin. Now it's just Putin. I mean, the Same Russians story. are the white knights. Yeah. I mean, what an incredible world he must live in to believe that. The Russians are the white knights. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.